Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Here we will delicately and tactfully walk through each psychological issue. Psych! This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. This is not intended as individual, psychological, or medical advice. Please proceed at your own risk and always defer to your individual medical or mental health care team. Basically, don't make it weird, guys. Right. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thanks. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I'm gonna fly. Oh, fly yeah! Right into <laughs> the future. Ah. Eagle! Eagle! <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Shit Your Shrink Thinks. This is a podcast where two shrinks tell you what we think. We give you fun facts about mental health. We give you interesting exercises to try. And then we try them ourselves and we see if they work or not. And then we also give you some hot goss on our own lives. Yeah. That song is Fly Like an Eagle, and our topic area today is the autopilot grind. So I thought, like, I don't know, fly, pilot? That works. Close enough. Close enough. I was trying to connect the dots. Autopilot (laughs) grind. It's a song we hadn't used yet. Close enough. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking of, like, a Sugar Ray song that I think we've probably already said before, so. Well. Well, as you guys might remember, we are still learning about each other on this podcast, and we like to just share a what's good, so that could be a story or just something positive that has happened. So, Sunny, what is your what's good? My what's good is that, uh, so Michaela and I were just talking offline about this, about, like, (laughs) emotion regulation and... (laughs) When you get into fights with somebody and like how often you do this versus how often you decide to hold your tongue and that there's sometimes right before you get in a fight. I don't know if you've ever had this happen with a friend or a significant other, but right before you get a fight, you have that moment where you're like, am I going to have, am I going to get in a fight right now? (laughs) I'm choosing. Is this happening? Are we throwing down? (laughs) Yeah. Am I going to throw the other gauntlet down? Like somebody says something snappy to you or like kind of cross and you're like, am I going to? I'm on fire right now. And normally the answer for me is 100% yes, I am going to fight right now. Like, I don't even care. I don't care we're in public. I don't care we're in private. I don't care who. I don't care what or what. I'm, yes, I'm going, the answer is yes. <laughs> but I am doing a good job. I don't know if this is like good. I'm not sure if it's psychological growth or if it's actually even communication growth. But I will say it's probably good for my energy stores. And so I'm deciding to take the high road from time to time and just like, I'm not going to have this altercation right now, Uh, especially even if it is something that's important to me, there are times where it's more important to me to feel a little bit peaceful yeah, or have tranquility and just let whatever it is ride. And so I was a little impressed with myself. I was, I was demonstrating, uh, what's that word? temperance mm, I, I don't even yeah it's hard for me to even find because <laughs> i exercise it so rarely uh but yeah so i was I, I attempted to exercise temperance i successfully have done it a couple of different times especially i find it's really especially good 
I, I think part of it comes from I've been screwed over a fair amount of times in the past by folks. And yeah. so I've just got like a very short leash here. I'm just like, yep, we're not doing that. Like really high boundaries, really clear yes, no communication. But I think when you have s- some folks in your life who are generally good, generally trustworthy, they try hard, you can give them a little bit more lead and not have a, a not thing. burn to the ground every time yeah. yeah not every time i mean most of the time i will stay <laughs> but yeah so i'm exercising temperance it's had some mildly positive results mostly just bringing me a little bit of peace so that's what i'm that's what my what's good is this week i'm proud of myself for at least trying hey we'll take it i think peace is worth a lot so yes. if we can maintain it in some level sometimes it is like you said it outweighs i'm I'm doing, I'm, I am trying. (laughs) I think that's character (laughs) growth. What's your what's good? My what's good is I went golfing with my dad. Oh, I love golfing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It'd been like a year since I'd got to go. And Mm -hmm. our family, we actually really like to go night golfing. I don't know if I've ever talked to you about that before. Yeah. So you have like glow balls. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah, and they glow in the dark, and you have to know the course pretty well to to play at night, though. Um, yeah. But that's my favorite. It's much more, you know, it gets too hot in the day. Yeah. Did you so, guys go night golfing this time? We didn't this time, no. This was like a, an actual day tournament that was going on, and we went and played together. But Was it normally, just you two? Yeah, just the two of us, um, you know, and it was a tournament, so there were a lot of other people. But That's um, cute. Yeah, it was fun. But day... Night golf <laughs> is my favorite because you got the stars. Sometimes you get to see some shooting stars or meteors. and Aww. Yeah. That's really special. Yeah, I was surprised. I remember playing golf for the first time. I was surprised by how much I liked it. I mean, like you see it on TV and it looks really boring. But honestly, it's actually pretty cool. It's like just going for a nice walk in a really curated, manicured kind of area. It's, it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you're like hitting shitty, it's it's still like fun to be out and about. So sometimes when I hit my balls into the forest, I just like walk into the forest, find it and like literally just chuck it out as if oh, I yeah. hit it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. the other part I like about night golf is you don't lose your balls. You chuck it into the woods. It's glowing. Yeah, that's a good you point. You find it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a really good point. Neon balls are hard to lose. So what did you do for outside of session practice? So mine was to find some activities to do in the town that I'm living in now, kind of mm-hmm. that vacation in my own town thing. Mm-hmm. And there are a few. Uh, really? I actually found out. So I knew that there was like a pretty good just regular museum that occasionally has new features but mm-hmm. i found that there is actually also in this town a bigfoot museum shut up shut up <laughs> yeah i'm really excited i really hope that we can go to this big feet bigfoot museum like Absolutely. i think it has like actual casts and you know little stories or whatever which Wait, I like is a... is there bigfoots in our area allegedly I didn't is think that what so. they're saying i mean maybe i guess that's what i'm gonna find out Oh, well, we need to go to the museum promptly to learn more about Yes. <laughs> Our asses would absolutely be just like sitting outside like, is that a Bigfoot? Is that a Bigfoot? Where do we go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's really cool. You know what's so weird, actually? So there's a neighbor of mine just down like a couple of blocks that has a cutout Bigfoot in his front yard. Like, a, I don't know, like a, a cutout. It's still yeah. a cutout. And so I'm wondering if like 
And I thought, I remember seeing it being like, is Bigfoot a thing around here? Because I'm not from here. So maybe, maybe there's big feats here. I don't know. My brother has a steel cut out in his yard. Okay, so then maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but it's like there's so much corn and stuff. I mean, it's, I mean, there are some tree areas, but I wouldn't think that this would be where they would live. But... Well, maybe it's a corn-fed Bigfoot, and those are probably even bigger. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh... That's dope. I will absolutely go with you to that. Uh, that would be great. Yeah. And may, I mean, so hopefully my friend that's visiting, hopefully we can go and then yes. I can report back on yes. if it's worth going. Yes. I w- yes. Yes. If it's worth going, count me in. <laughs> Deal. Okay. So what did you learn for your outside of post- podcast experiment? I did a similar thing. I was looking into uh, just different, like kind of being a tourist in my own town. And I did also find things. I, I was trying to look at more, um, like outside nature-based activities. And I found a couple of like state parks, national parks, like forests and like lakes near me. So I've kind of made a plan to do like, I I really like in the summertime doing a a lake, a tour de lakes. Uh, I like to be around water, running water. So we're going to try that out. I think that's going to be, and I kind of like, I actually really enjoy going into like small town America and just like going to like a dive bar or just something weird that I didn't know about in the town. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think I'm going to try that. I was just like get on the road to one of the lakes and then just kind of like poke around in the town and see what happens. You know, near you, there is a like dive restaurant that has like raccoons and chickens I have heard that's actually on the list. It's okay. like got all these like creatures outside that you just yes. feed like French fries to and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's this is on the this is part of the list. I awesome. don't want to give it away where I'm located, but absolutely awesome. Okay, well, so this week we are going to be talking about you know trying to step out of autopilot. Yes, I like um, this topic a lot. In episode 88, I was able to explore and recognize that I am still engaging in self-care because I'm still in touch with my emotional, intellectual, social, and personal self-care needs, but it still feels like I'm on the path towards burnout again. I'm on the highway to hell. (laughs) Right. Notice there's a highway to hell and a staircase to heaven. I mean, it really shows the amount of traffic. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that was, that was good. Sorry. The road for, to perdition is paved with good intentions, eh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I pick this topic because it feels like there's just never enough time in the day. And I'm so aware and present during my work that I'm coming home with little energy to be present for the people in my life that really, truly matter. And once all the tasks that need to be done are done, like I'm finding myself just that desire to zone out and scroll on my phone instead of processing my thoughts and emotions or meditating or doing something that would actually genuinely rejuvenate me, like I'm just Mm -hmm. checking out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Um, So it just seemed like a really good topic to cover. Absolutely. I was saying offline to Michaela, like there are times where this isn't technically the... Uh, right use of the word dissociate because like dissociation is like beyond your control right it just happens you can go back to our episode about that but there's like a moment in time where you just choose to like 
dissociate or like check out essentially where you're I I think of it as like I'm just floating above my body right now I'm just up on the corner of the ceiling looking down on this this room and this experience and I think that like sometimes that happens when you're overstimulated I Mm -hmm. think like or for me when the autopilot kicks on is when there's just like an incredibly high degree of like demand or stimulation and very little time to get it done in and I tend to just not like I think you will meet the need of the thing that goes on. I tend to just, like, drop the things and not meet the need. Like, I will, <laughs> like, just intentionally fail and biff it. Like, I won't even try. I'll just <laughs> totally biff. <laughs> so that's, like, my – that's the cue if I'm overwhelmed or overloaded. I just, like, quiet quit whatever I'm doing. Like, uh, it could no, be work. I, it could be nope. life. I'll stay up late and I'll get it figured out and done. Absolutely, you do. I've I've totally seen that. I've totally seen that. Like, it, you're the quality of you, who you are, and how you present to the world doesn't suffer. I you will know immediately. <laughs> the quality of my shit will take like the biggest nosedive when I'm like overloaded and on autopilot. Just like, man, these sentences don't make sense at all. Like, yeah, that is that's correct. That's how I wrote them. <laughs> I did what I did, and I said what I said. <laughs> Uh, so yes so first off what do we even mean by autopilot yeah so i'm talking about just going through the motions or relying on that muscle memory instead of really being present in the daily aspect of our lives so Mm -hmm. when we live in autopilot our mind is often overclouded with noise and generally struggles to process thoughts and emotions Mm mm-hmm Yeah, it's often accompanied by feelings of detachment or boredom or disconnection. A lot of numbing for me, personally, I feel like Mm -hmm. just really numb and like a a client of mine actually this week described it really well. It's like a big, long, endless gray sky. I really liked that description. Mm, Yeah, yeah. So this autopilot can be related to mental health conditions like depression and anxiety or those dissociative disorders or Mm -hmm. uh, post-traumatic stress disorder Mm -hmm. Um, and it can also just be a sign that you're feeling burnt out or just not coping well with stress and I mean Mm -hmm. that's kind of in the realm where where I feel like I am right now I'm just getting burnt already the candle's (laughs) starting to burn I'm like oh shit (laughs) your your bacon's getting a little crispy my friend it's happening (laughs) it doesn't it feel like it gets like this happens sooner and sooner and sooner the older you get like feels like each each round of getting burnout or going on autopilot or checking out, it just happens quicker. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe it's because as we get older, we have like increasing levels of responsibility. I'm not really sure, but or that could we're be. less resistant because we've already had like chronic degrees of insult. Not really yeah. sure. Yeah, but, I, the later the latter might be more accurate. We you know when you've already had that, it's easier to slide into it again. I think. Yeah, yeah, you're predisposed. Maybe. Maybe. Well, You might know if you're living on autopilot, if there's like some common signs. So one is that your life kind of gets really routine and predictable in a way that doesn't feel comforting. It actually just feels kind of like dreadful and numbing and unpleasant, Mm -hmm. like no excitement, not not the predictability, the peacefulness and the calmness associated with predictability, but like the boring fatigue, that sort of predictable. Right. If you're always mentally zoned out or if you're struggling to remember things, those could mm-hmm. also be signs. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you do tasks and daily things without even thinking about them. You're just you're just 
pushing through. You're just doing things to push through. You're unloading the dishwasher. You're getting gas in your car. You're cleaning up the house. But you're not really thinking about it. You're just doing it. Right. You might accommodate or take on more than you're capable of, to, capable of too. Because, again, we're not really present or aware. We're just, yep, cool, okay, another thing. Yes. I always think about that as, like, learned helplessness. Because it's, it's actually energy. I think what people don't realize is when you draw a boundary or where you say no to something, it actually requires an energetic investment to have the conversation and the dialogue right then in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like you have enough, you have to have enough energy to even say no in the first place because a lot of times there's pushback when you draw boundaries. Yeah. So when you're on autopilot, a lot of times it's because you just don't, you don't really have the energetic resource to right. give to well, have and sometimes the conversation. It's not, even not just the boundary, but sometimes for a lot of people, we talked about that invisible labor, right? Then yes. we have to draw a map and say, this is how yes. you do the thing. So yes. we just do it ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Because it takes because it takes time and energy to constantly be drawing a map. So you just kind of yeah. you passively are like, eh, I guess I'll just do this. Right. Um, you may often feel a sense of uneasiness, just kind of like, mm, this doesn't feel right. What are we doing? Like just a discomfort. But yeah, it's that hard gray to put sky. Yeah. The gray yeah. sky. Great Dave Matthews song about that. oh man we should have found that one yeah i should have oh my gosh i should have uh gray street in case anybody wants to look it up delicious Uh, stuff you might forget moments of your day or you might just easily let your mind water wander and you might feel as if you're really just existing or surviving rather than living or enjoying your life and we're not saying every minute of your day has to be enjoyable like that's that's not realistic. Yeah. yeah. That's probably a nothing burger. <laughs> but but when you're just kind of, you're just getting through it and letting time, I call it letting time pass. I'm just letting time pass right now. That's when you might be on autopilot. Right. So how do we step out of autopilot mode? So we're going to go through a few kind of different steps to kind of how to, to get ourselves out of this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this could be reminders, but the point of the reminders is that for mental health stuff, this sort of thing happens on repeat over and over again. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to hear the reminders in a million different ways and different formats yes. in order for it to actually stick. And sometimes it hits you the right way at the right time, right? Right. So we'll try it in a different format this time. So you first pause and reflect. This is most of the first steps of any real mental wellness. So one of the ways you get stuck in autopilot is by feeling like you always have to be moving forward. School or work pressure pressures you to meet deadlines and you constantly move from project to project to project. So basically when you don't have time to actually think through the decision to take something on or to Mm -hmm. do something, that's when you're at risk of going to autopilot. So you might like to keep yourself busy with a packed schedule of activities and events. um, But again, that kind of lends itself to this autopilot mode. So just be vigilant of like, even sometimes, even if you know it's going to cause a disturbance in the forest, it's useful to take the time because and stop moving because honestly, it will give you perspective, which can save you time in the long run. So right. that's the hardest part is like making the time investment to actually poke your head above water and look around at what's going on. That will help, but it is a it's a sacrifice. Like I think we both realize that. Right. Yeah. So, you have to leave space for that conscious choice in your day. 
So it's, it's okay for us to stand still sometimes, you know, pause for a moment, do a body scan and then ask yourself some questions. So mm-hmm. with a body scan, you're going to go through your body and kind of search for tension. And if you want to release that tension, then go ahead and kind of squeeze and tighten that muscle group, you know, go back to that progressive muscle relaxation episode mm-hmm. and kind of squeeze and tighten it and stretch it out and then relax it mm-hmm. and kind of go through your body. And you can ask yourself a series of questions like, what am I doing right now? What all have I done today? What's motivating me to do these things? And are those things within my values? Do those behaviors match the values? Mm-hmm. How am I feeling emotionally, physically, cognitively, which just means, you know, your mind? And how could what I'm doing impact the way that I'm feeling? So just take a break. Is there something more in line with my values that I could be doing that's realistic right now? Right. And how can I realistically make space for myself right now? So reflect on what you're actually doing and change course if it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. So the other aspect then that we want to try to do is really practice that mindfulness. So, you know, we we can't get around it. There are just some things that we have to do the same every day. But Mm -hmm. instead of doing them automatically, we need to try to do them consciously. We need to be mindful and aware and being aware of what we're doing and how we're feeling and what we're thinking throughout the day. Absolutely. The next time you're doing something in a routine, try to stay in the moment. Don't zone out and start thinking about what comes next. Taste and savor every bite of your lunch and be proud of yourself for cooking it. Feel the warm water of the shower and take your time getting clean and ready. Even in the mundane moments, what you do feel, see, smell, and hear, you want to pay attention to those things. Right. You could also consider cutting down on tech. Yeah. I'm doing a really bad job on this. Well, me too, clearly. That was kind of where I noticed it. I was like, shit, I'm using the tech to help myself zone. Yeah, that's what I do too. I like dissociate by doom scrolling. It's pretty bad, honestly. Mm -hmm. So think about how many times a day do you reach for your phone even without thinking about it. By the time you look up, you've just zoned out for an hour watching TikToks that you can't even remember. Like you're literally just scrolling. That doesn't mean you have to ditch your phone. Just make it harder to mindlessly scroll. Set screen time limits or move your apps to a hidden folder so that you have to make a conscious effort when you're using them. Even just setting your phone down for a certain amount of time each day can push you to get off autopilot and fill your time with something new. I think the easiest thing for me is just, like, put it in a drawer. I actually know families who, like, at 6 o'clock, phones all go in the drawers or whatever it is. Mm. And – or, like, internet shuts off or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just – I don't know. It, it, I hear you. I, I think it's it, it's even different scrolling on your phone versus watching a TV show because I can watch 30 or 60 minutes of TV and be like, okay, I remember that. I feel somewhat satisfied by the episode. I'm not likely to binge that really. Like I probably won't just keep going and keep going, but I will right. just scroll mindlessly on my phone. So you just mm-hmm. got to know what your particular temptations are too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. I, I would say I'm similar. I can... The TV eventually I could be like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> the TV does actually feel like content too, like to some degree, because it's like I'm selecting this movie. I've made a decision about what film True. I want to watch. Or like 
it can be educational. Like there are times where it's like, <laughs> I'm walking, watching a documentary on fungus, like a literal thing I recently did. And then I've like learned something and I feel like, okay, that's within my values. I right, cannot that was remember. something slightly productive. Yeah, yeah, like I can't remember the last time I've been on Instagram and been like, that met my value system. Like I, I just, it's not, it's Fair. never happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, then another thing that we can do is really just explore our values and set a realistic goal. So you might end up on autopilot because you're so focused on getting through the day-to-day that you forget about why you're doing it or what you're actually working toward. So if Mm -hmm. you're feeling kind of stuck, explore your values and maybe set a goal. It can help you feel like you're getting back on track. Yeah, really ask yourself about how you're spending your time on a daily basis. So do 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 you spend a lot of time doing things that aren't aligned with the things that are most important to you? I mean, if I'm thinking about myself, not usually, right? Not usually, but then I get into these like funk modes and Mm -hmm. that's when I notice, oh, okay, well, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Am I feeling bad because I'm not spending time on my values or am I not spending time on my values because I feel bad? It's probably honestly a little bit of both. Sure. Um, And you want to also remind yourself what are your values and what would be a goal for yourself within your values. So just when you're changing course, like actually set something specific you want to do. Right. Yeah. And we want to make it a small achievable goal, right? It Mm -hmm. can be really tempting when we're doing this to think of a total life overhaul, but it's going to be much more effective to start small, right? That smart goal, which is like specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. Yeah, and we do have an episode somewhere on the the yeah analyst. somewhere in there <laughs> that's about smart goals. So you guys can feel free to go back on goal setting. So we also want to consider incorporating some level of playfulness, connection with nature, and connection with others. So really, like that childlike sense of wonder, we want to tap back into that. Yeah. So with play, you know, we really want to consider bringing things that are unstructured unstructured and bring us some joy so whether it's drawing or picking up a guitar or reading a book that you haven't given yourself permission to read or even like jumping on a trampoline I mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) let yourself kind of touch base and allow for some moments of joy and peace and I mean that's that's a really great way to refresh ourselves absolutely it is absolutely it is I my biggest I think my biggest strength as a human being is my sense of humor like bar none that's my that is my strength And so I feel like often if I make a uh, really conscious attempt to make jokes or to be playful or to like engage with somebody by like, you know, fun pranks, not like meme pranks, like fun pranks, like cute things like that really help me get back to center. I like that kind of trickster energy. It's very fun. (laughs) And I think it, I've also really noticed it helps people around me too. So I feel like it's a spread the wealth. If I can kind of touch people with some sort of laughter, then a lot of times it spreads and it kind of has a broaden and build model. So I like that one a lot. Yeah. And then nature. Nature is really shown by the research time and time again to have psychological benefits. It can lower blood pressure and decrease stress hormone levels. It reduces nervous system arousal. arousal. It enhances immune system function. It reduces anxiety and improves mood. So, yeah, nature really allows for the unexpected and peaceful moments, right? It might be unexpected because maybe we see animals or hear sounds that we aren't 
<laughs> aren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. Or we might just find ourselves actually able to simply relax into the moment. You know, you can just stand outside and look at the stars or spend a few moments like sitting outside on your deck or porch uh, with a cup of tea or coffee and just yeah, I think that helps us connect back to something that's bigger than us, too. Yeah. I think globally, we just kind of get so uh, bogged down in mundane, small details, and it's hard yes. to just zoom out and see bigger picture items. And when we see something like stars, we think to ourselves, okay, that thing's giant, and I am small. Let's just focus on something larger. Although I did see a funny... <laughs> did you see the funny meme I'm about to reference? No, but I'm thinking of Michael Scott when he's like, I like to think there's, I don't remember, something on the moon. They We're all just stop, specs to them, but they have a really big microscope and they can see me and they feel bad for me. <laughs> something like that. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> I was so thinking of meme? Yeah. a meme where it was like, sometimes I look up at the sky and I see all the stars and they're just tiny specks and I'm gigantic. Who cares about the stars? Right? <laughs> <laughs> but in all reality, actually, it's about finding something that feels bigger than you, finding something that feels awe-inspiring and connecting to that to help you get out of the rut. Right. And then connect with people. So... We feel the most in tune with ourselves and our environment often when we're connecting with others. Mm -hmm. It can be small or big connections. You can call up a friend and have a really long conversation or simply chat with the person who delivers your mail for a bit longer than usual. Mm -hmm. Those little exchanges help us to kind of look up from the routine and really just engage with the world around us. I also have another surprise step that's not on here that Michaela didn't add, but my surprise step for getting out of a rut, a rut is surprise adventure. So I, yeah, <laughs> my, uh, my best friend in high school can validate this. I think she listens and, uh, I, that would happen to me. Like when I would get really in a rut, I would just show up at her house and be like, surprise adventure time. And we would just go, like, I would just get on a highway and decide, okay, here's a random exit. And then we're going to just get out of the car when it feels right. And then do something right. There's, I don't know what it is. We're going to go what our, with what our heart tells you us. So I, it would be like, I pick the exit and then she picks the next turn and then I pick the next turn and then she picks the next turn. So it's like, we don't actually know what's coming next. And then this kind of breaks up the monotony. So yeah, surprise I would adventure. say that could fall under play. Uh, yeah, maybe. You know what? Play. Exactly. This I is, mean, again, yet again, one of my, I'm coming back to like my own, my only strength. <laughs> humor, my only strength. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do absolutely. love your humor. But yeah. I think that's, yeah, no, that's a great, great idea and example. Just, okay, let's mix it up a bit. No, I'm tired of this rut. So let's just. See what happens today. (laughs) Yeah, do something else. I think, like, in in the past, I've done, like, maybe not the most healthy adventure things. So, like, think through what your choice of adventure is and don't make a bad choice. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, we want to avoid, like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, probably, Probably. as, as an adventure item. I mean, like, not in all forms, but in many forms, like, be, be responsible with your adventure. That's right. What we don't say. want the adventure to like financially cripple us for life. I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you 
if you uh, kind of roll the dice on Adventure Town, make sure to be careful and that you've got like a safety buddy in your adventure, like <laughs> bungee jumping. All right. Skydiving, I guess. All right. Like just be, be like have an adventure buddy that's got eyes on you to make sure that you don't do something too crazy. Like shaving your head, whatever. Like fine. Doing, you back. know, cocaine like on the back of a motorcycle. Like maybe just be careful <laughs> with that. <laughs> Is all I am saying about Adventure Time. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Maybe I should retract the Adventure one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> definitely Adventure. Definitely Adventure. <laughs> so based on what we're talking about here, what do we want to try for outside of podcast experiments? I think for me, I want to try to be more mindful. I want mm-hmm. to do like a release the day shower thing, like get back into that routine where Mm -hmm. I'm actually really being present during my showers Mm -hmm. and kind of trying to release all the stress uh, instead of just, again, doing it like a task. So I'm going to click up my mindfulness. How about you? That could be very pagany if you wanted it to be. (laughs) Just surround yourself with herbs and crystals and pray to the gods. (laughs) Please, please help me. Please, please help me get through this day. Uh, Mine is actually obviously going on an adventure. So I've recently been talking to my significant other about how this was really important to me. I've been feeling a little bit on autopilot and he's already agreed that adventure time is going to need to take place. And so he he definitely likes things a little bit more planned, a little Mm -hmm. bit more structured. He's very like... He's Mary Poppins. I don't know another way to say it. Like, he's got a bag of tricks. He's always on time. Like, he knows what's going on. This dude's got it. He has got it figured out. He knows what's for dinner. He knows everything. I am, like, I don't know, like, chaotic good, let's say. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I I feel like I do love that routine, and I enjoy it, and it helps me out a lot. And at the same time, you know, it is my job to bring an adventure. So I'm going to try that. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm not going to plan that. That's kind of antithetical to adventure time. And I will let you guys know what adventure time looks like next time. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's great. How ironic that we both were like, we need to break the routine. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Like, yeah, these things tend to come in waves. It's with clients, too. I bet all my clients this week will be saying something similar. It always seems like... There's a rise and fall as a group, a collective, the collective unconscious, if you will. <laughs> That's for another episode, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to break that one down another time. So do you have a joke for me this week? I do have a couple. Yeah. Okay. I was told I need to exercise more, but mm-hmm. I get plenty of exercise. Mm. Jumping to conclusions, pushing my luck, dodging deadlines. I like jumping to conclusions. That one's good. Okay, I've got an unrelated one. Okay. Uh, You know, I was going to have a career in the Postal Service, but you know why I didn't? Why? It's such a male-dominated field. Ah! Yes, yes, yes. That's it. That's it. Uh, Now, you said you got another one for me, maybe? Yes. Do you know why it's called gross pay? No. Because it's disgusting to see how much money you would have before taxes. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I get, this is, yeah, I'm like one of the, uh, yeah, I don't like to think about that. That gets me like real mad and makes me want to 
gets me real pissed off and it makes me want to say have you ever heard that song no. bed folds yeah no <laughs> okay well it gets me real pissed <laughs> off and it makes me want to say a bad word an it additional makes me want to dump tea in the harbor i know my uh my husband mm. has a shirt that says 1776 the year we made tea, tea parties fun again <laughs> <laughs> i like it i know we do anyway well thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today folks we've had a beautiful time with you and if you would consider rating or reviewing our podcast or maybe even following us give us a five-star review leave a comment we would love that and you're more than welcome to reach out to us as well and if financial donations are in the future for you, then consider donating at www.patreon.com forward slash share your shrink things. And again, we so appreciate your life minutes. We will see you next yeah. week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.